0: Once upon a time in a magical land of make-believe and mystery, there were two girls who dreamed that one day the stories they read in books would come to life. They often wondered what it would be like to see characters from those books live in their world and even interact with characters from other books. Those dreams have come true and those girls are now grown, but their imaginations are still filled with the magic of childhood and every week they like to take an adventure Beyond Storybrooke. Welcome to Beyond Storybrooke. I'm Trina. And I'm Addie. And we're here to discuss episode 11 of Once Upon a Time called Heroes and Villains, which aired December 14th, 2014.
1: And we are your hosts from beyondstorybrooke.com. And to start off the show, we're going to give out a couple shout outs and thank yous.
0: A big shout out to everybody participating on the Facebook group. We have Faith, Danielle, Lady Rags, Alexander, Christopher, Evil Panda, Eliana, and Chris. I like the Evil Panda name. Yeah. <laughs> and we have a lot of show to talk about today. I've, If you can see in front of me, I got all these papers here <laughs> with all my notes. Yeah, she does. You have the white papers going there, the yellow note,
1: notepad papers, and then <laughs> blank papers with uh, all these writings on it so let's dive into all of your material
0: first let's rate i think let's give the couple ratings so i give it a rating of 9.5 out of 10 regina's heart a breaking
1: and i give it a 10 out of 10 gauntlets is that how you say it? gauntlets gauntlets
0: yeah. <laughs> okay <laughs> nice and chris gives it a 9.7 out of 10 cannibalistic fishes and evil panda four out of five dark one daggers Awesome. So all in all, everybody enjoyed this episode. And as we saw in the Facebook group, too, there's a ton of feedback going on back and forth also via email. So thank you for that. And we'll try to incorporate everybody's as, feedback as much as we can yes. uh, through, throughout this uh, episode.
1: And we got to say, you know, thanks for bearing with us on getting this sh- sh- this episode out there. But we, we saw the huge volume of so much feedback that we wanted to make sure since this is the end of this is like the winter finale. We go on a break for a couple months. We wanted to make sure we got everybody's information and everybody's feedback so we can go off with a bang and just have a nice, fun winter ahead of us. So thank you so much for being patient. And uh, yeah, let's get into the show now.
0: So let's just do a quick recap, and I'll I'll make it really short since we've got a lot of stuff to talk about. So in this episode, Anna, Elsa Kristoff uh, go back to Arendelle, and Anna and Christoph finally get married. Regina almost gets her happy ending with Robin, but of course, something gets in the way. Belle finally sees Rumpel for who he is and drives him out of Storybrooke, and Hook gets his heart back. Henry also finds the author's house, and we see the Queens of Darkness, who want their happy ending, too.
1: So what should we dive into first?
0: Oh my gosh, let's go with the most heartbreaking. Robin, Regina, Marion. <laughs> So we have here, we, I was so happy.
1: I was kind of rooting like, yes, thank you. When you do something right, right, come, you know, the right comes along in your life. You deserve what you get for being the nice person and Regina, for one, not giving into her powers. And we'll kind of discuss this after, but, you know, she, for a slight you know, slight seconds, I would say, what, two minutes of happiness. And right. next thing you know, you see Marianne flop over because she's still her heart still kind of has a spell.
0: Right. Oh, my gosh. And that that scene at the town, the town line when she has to say goodbye to Robin. And this is this is probably I mean, how many times has she saved Regina has saved Marion's life? Yeah. You know, this th- is a third time, third
1: time. Right. Third time's a charm enough to just, (laughs) fine,
0: you get it. You get the man of my life. And she puts, you know, she puts somebody else in front of her own happiness. happiness. And Eliana says this in in some of her feedback that, Mm -hmm. you know, Regina kept her word. She returned Marion's heart. And, you know, Marion came to her and said, you know, I didn't want to be chosen if the love wasn't there. Yeah. So she was pretty much telling Regina, "You can you can have him. Um, for true love." And you know, next thing you know, it was a very mature moment. You know, right. none of that play. You know, the
1: the the boy is mine. Right, right. Nineties <laughs> song, but mm-hmm. um, you know, it's it was none of that. Like just because he he's in love with you doesn't mean you deserve him. It was none of that. It was I get it. I fully support it. He's yours. The choice is for him to make. And you see Regina kind of like, I get it. You're a dedicated man. Mm-hmm. And he was like, no, I choose you.
0: Yeah, at that point, too, she was shocked herself mm-hmm. because she thought, hey, out of obligation, I know you're going to choose your family. And he pretty much said, what kind of a father would I be if I didn't teach my son to be true to himself? Kind yeah. of that aspect. You know, he He'll would be, be living-, living a lie. Exactly. That way, that's
1: what- his words were.
0: And a lot of uh, character development, too, I think, with Regina, um, that she's grown.
1: Oh, yeah. And we see that um, when with the conversation that she has with Rumple. Oh, yes. So we see a lot of that. But what do you think in the fact that Robin left to be with Marianne?
0: Well, that was at Regina's doing. Well, I don't want to say her doing, but she's the one who said, you know... If you cross the line, you can't come back. But she really can't go on her own. And, you know, who you need to go with her to be with her. And a lot of people on the Facebook group, too, like Chris and Danielle brought up, well, how would they survive? How? What makes Robin as qualified as Marion to go out into the real world?
1: Right. Well, that there comes that whole um, the man protects the woman side, right? And mm-hmm. I think that's where that. Train of thought comes into play. It's that a woman cannot go out on her own like that. And let's not forget, their their kid is in the way. He's not going to let his kid go off like that and just say, you know, I left your mom, you and your mom, to go out into the real world without me. So it was the most noble thing for him to do. I just feel like if there was enough time, maybe he could have commanded one of his
0: um, troopers to go with her. Faith says that she she thought that Will would be
1: the guy to go. Would be
0: would be taking Robin's place,
1: and they were all there at the line, so it wasn't like well they didn't have enough time to go and find somebody to go with her. They were all there, wait, you know, watching the whole sad scene. (laughs) So it's like man up, somebody man up and and say, you know, dude, I got your back.
0: They all got their finally
1: get the lady of your dreams now. And no, it didn't play out like anything like that.
0: So heartbreaking that
1: was. I love that scene though. Is that as he's backing up into these two split worlds, right when he releases his hand, you just see one teardrop from his face. That's right.
0: I'm I'm gonna (laughs) cry.
1: I don't want to cry. (laughs) And of
0: course, they can't, he can't see Regina, but Regina can see him. Yeah. Oh my goodness. That That was. was,
1: Yeah. And that's what, um, as we go, as we discuss this episode, I'm going to say why I gave this episode a 10 out of 10, like a full 10, because in this point, they really showed the emotion. I loved how they kind of gave us that point of view, like, look, that's. What's going to happen once you cross? And you immediately feel for them because you see Marianne looking back.
0: And And she doesn't see anything.
1: Yeah, she's waiting for Robin. Like, Robin, are you coming? And she doesn't see anything. So she's in kind of questioning. And I think we joke, like, (laughs) just don't go, man. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Don't, just let her wait or something. But um, we're just joking, obviously. But they can see them. Right. And that's what adds more to the drama of wow, that that that's real. The second you go through, you don't even see them anymore.
0: And it sucks. It's almost like out of sight, but it's not out of mind cuz you could see the tears fall as they you could see both of their tears fall as he comes back and you see the last moment of them holding hands and just letting it go. Yeah. And you see, when she rips up that page, I'm like, ah oh.
1: Do you feel like
0: she should have not ripped up that page? At that point, she probably probably has given up. No hope and it, said, hey, I'm not going to get it. He's already on the other side.
1: I think it was, it was a symbol of let me not give in to this hope, this false hope anymore. And if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. But I'm not going to give or feed into this hope anymore. So she rips
0: up the paper. Right. Something about that page, too, I was trying to look when I was watching it. Mm -hmm. I was trying to look what the background was because we know that Regina and Maleficent have some kind of history. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering, and I'm going to throw it out there, that Maleficent maybe has something to do with Regina not getting her happy ending. Oh, I'm just throwing out an obscure thought because Maleficent's back in the picture. We know there's a history. And I think I was reading one of the uh, interviews or spoilers that somebody posted on Facebook and they asked about. They kind of asked Kitsis and Horace, Horowitz, "Are we going to see more of their? We know that Regina and Maleficent have this past or history. So we def are we going to see more of that?" And they kind of hinted, you know, yes. So I'm thinking maybe that has a tie to her happy her happy ending. Hmm. It, it might be out there. So that's an
1: interesting thought to put out there in the world right now. So we'll hold on to that and see what happens there. What do you think about the diner scene?
0: Oh, I thought it was hilarious. I like how Emma just plops next to Regina and she's like, ah, I don't want to hear a hope speech. She's like, I'm not going to give you a hope speech. Let's take some shots.
1: What happens after that? Refresh my mind. So after
0: that, Henry barges in. He says, mom, mom, which I also thought was funny. Yeah. And he finds out that that the mansion... Could possibly be the author's house because he finds a library. Oh, that's right. That's right. With blank pages, like a bunch of storybooks with storybooks with blank pages.
1: Yeah. Well, we didn't mean to bring that up right now. Sorry, but we could touch (laughs) on it now. Though, so he finds like a back room full of blank books. So this can possibly be where the author lives and where the author starts to write down the stories. So I think that that's very interesting how that works because is he a physical author or is he a magical author? Because as things progress in the storyline, the rest of the story changes. So how is it changing that way if the author is in physical form, has a house, has a whole library dedicated to this? I don't know.
0: I think think it is a physical form. And I think I had I got the impression when the episode ended that Rumpel knew where to find this author, and I think right now the theory is that the author is the sorcerer. Mm, okay. So we think, and on Facebook there was a couple of theories out there, and I want to, I want to read Alexander's actually because it was really, I like how he connected everything together. But in an interview, in an article, his theory was thrown out the window. But I just want to read it and share because I thought, oh, nice connections.
1: Okay, let's go for it. All right.
0: Alexander writes, Regina originally met Robin Hood in the tavern in the original version of the book. The book was doctored by somebody who held a grudge against her. That somebody was the sorcerer. The sorcerer is the author and is the wizard from Fantasia. The wizard is named Yen Sid. Then... His theory winds off to an area which is a little less possible. He believes the writers have said that the sorcerer is someone we haven't met yet. Yen Sid not only translates to Disney, but also Sydney. He mm-hmm. changed the letters around, right? Sydney is a sorcerer who was imprisoned in a lamp mirror by his apprentice, either as a request or otherwise. Uh, he suspects the hat would be involved. His powers are curtailed, yet he has the ability to adjust the book to make Regina suffer for her treatment of him and others. So when I read that, I was like, oh, interesting. But then next thing you know, there was an article and they said, no, the sorcerer has nothing to do with anybody in Fantasia. Oh. But if you caught in in the episode, they make references to Camelot yes. and the gauntlet. Mm-hmm. So a couple people have thought, uh, Lady Rags and Chris have thought that uh, the sorcerer is Merlin from Camelot. Oh. Which... I kind of think the same thing because they do make a lot of references to Camelot, and they're probably going to bring that storyline, and it absolutely connects with the Gauntlet. Total possibility
1: because that is what Rumple was telling Belle about Camelot. So when they when they rewinded back in the day to when um, <laughs> when uh, they have their funny banter between Rumple and. Um, Bell, no. <laughs> you, your help. He <laughs> he literally calls her help. Like you're just my maid, and you're you're that's all you're worth to me. Obviously, that changes pretty quickly. But um, he does mention Camelot.
0: You see a lot of references to it, so those are uh, that's a good tie-in. And now that you brought Rumple and Bell, I love their whole flashback. There yeah. was a lot of good good banter between the two of them, and it was. I mean, I laughed out loud throughout that those scenes.
1: Yeah. It, it just shows also. Here's another con, uh, con, contribution to my 10 out of 10. They really, the, the, the authors, the directors, <laughs> the producers of the show, wanted to remind us, look how far they got. They went from this very disconnected type of relationship. He is the... Owner of who she is, and she he demands. This is what you do for me. This is what you not do for me. Get out of my hair. Out of just snapping his finger, sends her away to do laundry. <laughs> so we see that quickly here that um, there's a huge shift of relationship status between the two, where it turns from you're just help, you're here to do whatever, to I just saved you, to I'm starting to have feelings uh-huh. for you, too. I manipulated right. you <laughs> to I'm losing you. Right. Yeah.
0: Now we see in the present day that Belle finally sees the light. She actually saves the day. She does. And right there at that point, I think we see that she's a strong character. And I think a lot of people, Evil Panda included, wants to see what happens with her storyline without Rumple, Because she's always been attached to Rumple, mm-hmm. And she had the strength to pretty much push him out of town. And even though Rumpel wasn't necessarily a good guy or, you know, he was a bad guy and pretty much manipulating her, that scene when she's pushing him out was also very heartbreaking. (laughs) (laughs) So, so
1: strong. I think that has
0: to... Be one of the best acting scenes oh. of
1: this season on television. I, I am sorry. I, I agree. I it. agree because the emotion there—you feel so much for Bell. Yeah. And one thing—it's like, okay, wow, more Bell story, and this story revolves around Bell and Rumple. And this—it's so funny because the title is called "Heroes and Villains." Quickly, we already see here a villain and a hero. Rumpel's a villain the hero is bell right and she does everybody the the favor of getting rid of him because she quickly she she asked the gaun, gaunlet, gauntlet the, gauntlet gauntlet <laughs> yeah. gauntlet It's gauntlet. <laughs> like an english accent yeah. um but asked her to direct her to the uh you know what is his where is his true love and it led her to the real dagger. We've been asking this: mm-hmm. When is she going to find out? How is she going to find out? Is she going to be by uh, un- unguarded conversation, and all of a sudden she finds out, or she like, what is it? And this is what it was. Yeah. I'm- so you quickly see, Belle has to be the strongest women character of Storybrooke or <laughs> of Once Upon a Time of all time. Yep. I have not seen a character out of this whole storyline be this strong.
0: Well, you know what? I might have to kind of disagree. <laughs> okay. Because I'm a big fan of Regina and she mm-hmm. really has put her, hasn't, didn't, has not didn't not has put herself before others. And we see that with the Marion Robin Hood storyline. But in this instant, I mean, like you said, I have to agree that this was a very, very strong scene. And Eliana writes a little bit, then there's the dialogue that they have between Belle and Rumpel. Um, you know, she asks him, do you remember the first time you traded something for me? Oh, yeah. But when Belle found it, right? She realized nothing has changed. And uh, she pretty much tells him at that line, your true love is power, which is what we knew too. Back in the flashback, mm-hmm. Belle says, well, why are you collecting all these things? And yeah. He's like, it's not, it's not about, what did he say? It was about a manipulation.
1: It was something along the lines of saying, it's all about manipulation. Yeah, And when you find one weaknesses, to find one's weakness is to find what is their true love. And that's where their answer lies at. And that's what that gauntlet Gauntlet. does. It leads them to what they truly love. Then you know the person's weakness. Then if they are a villain... That's how you attack them. And this kind of gets repeated with Ursula and Rumpel at the end of the episode. When I think she 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 herself repeats that well, you know, the way to get to to win the war to anything is find the weakness of that enemy and then use it against them. So it's repeated throughout the whole story. Right. But you see here, Belle has always struggled with I know you're an evil man but I love you and I know you can change. I know I know there is a man behind that beast. At this scene, she says, there is no man behind that beast. There's just a beast. Yes. And, and just, that's when you know oh. you're like, oh, she's broken. <laughs> yes. She, he broke her. He pushed her to that limit to not believe in him anymore. Right.
0: Exactly. And she even says, I wanted to be chosen. I tried to be everything for you. I lost my way trying to help you find yourself.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And I, I think a lot of people, too, weren't sure about the rumble, like, rumble, like, if yeah. they liked them together, right? Yeah. But even if you didn't like them together, that whole scene, another heartbreaker right there. Yeah. Soul-crushing. Krista and if you've ever been in a
1: relationship with, like, very passionate love, you know how this <laughs> feels. And I'm pretty sure, just like me, I was on the verge of crying. Oh, my God. You're seeing her, because, again, the acting... The acting in this scene, the passion, the anger, the reality of this. um, You have somebody, they do love each other, but one loves more than the other. And the other one just has a struggle with his addiction, which is power. He can't let it go. His first love is that power, is that evil power, is that control. Mm -hmm. And that's in between them. And he he chose to go with that, but... He wanted the whole, you can have your cake and eat it too kind of phrase <laughs> where, you know what, I want my power, but I'm going to manipulate the whole situation so that Belle, the lady I'm in love with, always sees me as the hero and the, the king in her eyes, and I'm going to give her what she wants. That, w- that was his whole plan that, you know, as long as I manipulate the whole situation, we get out of Storybrooke, we go to New York, we start traveling the world because that's what Belle's always wanted to do. She's read all these books. And she hears about these worlds,
0: and that's why she loves reading so much, and she wants to go see it. And in pa- in the past, in the flashback, she even want, wanted Rumple to tell her stories of, of all around the world. Yeah.
1: So that all of this hope, this love, gets shattered in this very moment because Belle finally sees the true Rumple. That's right. He, she knew. Again, she said it herself. I'm not dumb. I knew this, but. I had hoped that I was chosen after all this time, that you did change, and you were just lying to me the whole time.
0: <laughs> I can't wait to see what happens with her, too. Yeah. So Evil Panda kind of wonders and points out. He's wondering if the dagger should be blamed for Rumple's actions, but then again, it would be a total cop-out for him and give him zero responsibility for, the, for his actions. And if you really think about it, one of the points on the show is the characters make their own choices, the good and the bad.
1: I think everyone has a choice. And you see that with Regina. Mm -hmm. You see that with Hook.
0: (laughs) He brings them up, too. He says, Hook and Regina are victims of of Rumple, and yet still people give them a hard time.
1: Yeah. Well, because, again, people give them a hard time because you do have a choice. I would say, and I say it like that because
0: Hook was in a very hard spot. That's true, too. He could have died. Yeah, he had no control. He was really... A lot of the time this season, I think Hook was pretty much Rumple's puppet.
1: Yeah, he was.
0: I want to also bring up the conversation in the car between Rumple and Regina, now that we bring up Regina. Yeah. Let's... About heroes and villains and happy endings, right? hmm So it's there where Rumple pretty much says, you can just take your happy ending. I don't need the author of my fate. I'm just going to take it.
1: So he tells her to take it. And she's, he's pretty much saying... What are you whining for? Just do what just you want. Do what you believe is yours. Grab it. Because that's what I've done. And then she's very well aware of like, wait a minute. This is the old Rumple talking. What happened?
0: Yeah, she says, I thought you've changed. And the best line is, he says, I've evolved.
1: Yeah. So that was pretty, pretty- much saying, hey, I'm the same. You guys think I've changed? I've just, um, I haven't. I've just become a different version of myself. Right, so he's pretty much saying, "I've never changed, yeah, he's owning up to it,
0: and he pretty much says to her, too, just because you do good things doesn't mean good things are going to happen to you
1: so you know in this scene as as I see them, you see Rumple and you see there Regina. You see two different sides of the stories what happens when you want something but you're not getting it, so is it always the very is it the male thing to do? The dom that's more dominant that says, "Screw this, I'm going to go do it at any cost." And then there's the women's version where it's, "I need to do what's right. I, I have a conscience. I want to change. I want to have hope that there is a better way to go about this." Do you see that all that? That's very consistent. It's like the ma- the man always goes for what he wants, and then the you know the
0: male the the lady always just kind of tries a different route. I see what you're saying. The man, you just said, I'm going to take it. I want it. I'm going to take it.
1: Yeah. Are these characters always written out that way? Like the the male character will always go through these really drastic measures, whereas the females are more like, you know, let's try this. Let's try that. And if it doesn't, then I guess let me try to resort to something. I don't know. I just saw that. I saw that in today's writing. It was like the man...
0: Goes yeah, I like after that. that. No, I see that. It's an observation. Yeah. No, I like that a lot. Uh, I think with Regina, though, why well, it's hard to say, too, never mind, because Rumple does have Belle, who, whom he loves. But as we see, he loves power even more. But Regina wants to change for Henry. And I think she has a reason to want to be good. Yeah. She wants to be the mom that also Henry looks up to.
1: Yeah. Do you think maybe that's another reason is that Rumple doesn't have Neil anymore,
0: somebody to look up to him? Maybe. Yeah. He has Henry. That's, that's different, but though. It's and, different. Yeah. And I like to. He brought up why? Why did you? He was kind of on to. And I think Chris and Eliana say that has Rumple always known about Mongoose, or he was on to Henry, as to like what she. He was asking Regina what he was doing in the shop.
1: Apparently, because of that scene, he has known.
0: I kind of think that once I think he knows that something was up, but I don't know what exactly I don't think he knew what exactly he was looking for. I think when Regina told her, oh, it's some stupid mission we had where we're trying to find the author to change my destiny. At that point, I think a light bulb hit in front of him. Hey, and this is my theory that that would be his backup plan. Should something fail, Hmm. find the author and have him write a happy ending for him, too now that we're talking about the happy endings and villains trying to get their happy endings, why don't we go to the Queens of Darkness?
1: I do want to talk about these Queens of Darkness. How did they all come to be friends? You have Ursula, the Queen of the Ocean. Then you have Corella, who's a different time zone, time zone, time, I guess, era. Right. And then you have Maleficent, the classic villain. All of a sudden, it's like a, I wanna say it's like the Golden girl, girl the Golden Girl golden team of villains to come together. Not golden
0: like, girls. No, no, no. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: They're too young to be the golden girls.
1: But do you get what I mean? Because I it's like classic
0: yeah, villains, I see going what you're together, saying. hanging
1: yeah. out. Let's take this over together. But are they, what what has been their plan this whole time? I think
0: that's what 4B is gonna be all all about, but they kind of say in their plan they want that gauntlet too to find the weakness hero's weakness so that they could get their own happy ending so they also want a happy ending and you hear him say it and Eliana brings it up that the villains are very self-aware that the game is rigged the villains never win so they want to take it like Rumpel says by getting that gauntlet finding the weakness of the heroes expose it and so they could finally win It's like Operation Mongoose is full blown now amongst everybody, not just Henry
1: and Regina. Now it's the villains are on top of the game as well. So I think Operation Mongoose is going to be pretty successful by the end of 4B of finding out who is the author, because it's not Regina and Henry Henry. anymore. I want to say Harry, so I I don't know. But... It's not just them anymore. It's everybody. Yeah, these top powerful villains who have the power, who are using their power and using the gauntlet to help them guide them to
0: it. So I'm really, really like, looking forward to it. It's a race to find that author, pretty much.
1: Yeah. What do you, so how do you think the characters, these queens came to be? Do you like the actresses that
0: are coming forward so far? I do. A uh, couple theories I wanted to point out. First, I thought, how are they going to find Maleficent? Last we saw, and Chris pointed out, and Christopher also, last we saw Maleficent, she was a wraith under the clock tower in Storybrooke. Hmm. So Rumpel alludes to making two stops, and we're thinking Maleficent and Cruella. But how are they going to make that happen if Maleficent is already underneath the clock tower? So I'll be interested to see that. But that's one of the questions I said, hey, how are they going to find her? And how is she going to come to be? And... The second thing, too, that Christopher picked or stated was Ursula. When she first came on, he's wondering, how did she become a villain? And I didn't realize this because she was first seen as a sea goddess that they worshipped. But now she's like lumped into the whole villain part of it.
1: That is interesting. Well, they probably will go into the backstories of each and every one because even Corella— we don't really know how she no. turned evil and no. use uh, puppies against. Yeah,
0: but Chris has a theory on that.
1: Oh, let's hear it. Yeah,
0: so his theory is that, so is supposed to be magical. That's what the writers, Kitsis and Horowitz, mm-hmm. allude to. She's going to be magical. So he's, Chris was saying, well, is she going to turn to a Damation? Is that her power, you know? <laughs> uh, but something he kind of connected, and I really like, is that maybe Lily, remember Lily? Yes. Is Cruella DeVille because Lilith is a demon in many stories and DeVille spells devil.
1: Wow. I was like,
0: ah, I like that a lot. Very good. Who's that? Chris? Chris Tipton, yeah. Chris, that's awesome. (laughs) And then another thing Faith brings up is, well, how does Cruella and Ursula get out of Storybrooke? Her theory is that Rumpel probably banished them to the real world, knowing that he may need a backup plan. And that's what I kind of think. Maybe
1: she... I think it, the real world was always the punishment to everything, because that's what Regina did to everybody, right? That's right. Oh, you're Put right. Put a whole curse on. It's kind of like, well, you're not worthy of being here and into the enchanted. Go off to the real ugly world. Where so, there's no magic. Rat, right. right because that's the true punishment and that's what's questioning me so bad and that's the mystery of what happens to Stillskin from here on out the guy who craves and loves power has no power at this moment so how that's is he right. going to get what he wants now it's really and this is what was kind of ironic is that when he first has an interaction with the queens of darkness they told him why don't you join us what are you doing stop mm-hmm. wasting your time stop being you know petty about this Join us. Let's come together and let's go rule the world. He clearly says, no, I do this alone. I win alone. And who do we see here eating his words when he sees Ursula? Yeah. Like You know, we can do this
0: together. We have two more stops. He's like, I thought you said you did not need my help. And it looks like it was funny because she alluded to the fact that doesn't look like you're doing well off.
1: Yeah, because he looks like a bum and... She, she quickly saw that in his eyes, he's been defeated.
0: So Lady Rags came up with a, another theory, too, with Rumpel. Rumpel invested in Wall Street. So he has a, he has a bunch of money stashed away in the real world because that was, that's what his plan was with Belle, to escape to the real world. So he already had a backup plan where he already has a bunch of money there. He is Mr. Gold. Right. So she can also connected that. I love all the play on words that everybody's doing. So Wall Street, gold...
1: Yeah, interesting.
0: And my question is, okay, we're going to have heroes and villains, obviously, for season 4B. Mm-hmm. What side will Regina fall on?
1: I don't know. I think that's one of the game changers, to be honest. Um, should should we dive into that now?
0: Well, before we do, let's, okay. I just want to touch on two more things because there were some happy moments in this episode. Mm-hmm. Despite all the heartbreaking moments, you know, we have... Kristoff and Anna going back to Arendelle and Elsa, yeah. and they have their wedding. Yeah. And I really liked when Anna told Elsa, Yeah, well, you know, I couldn't walk down the aisle if you weren't as happy as I was. Oh, yeah. And I just like that whole storyline. It's sad to, I don't like to see it come to an end either. And I hope that maybe they come back and cross over because I like their characters as a whole. So I would like to I see more of I think they shed a lot of good light on the story of.
1: Um, once Upon a Time, and I, I guess the word is on the the Beyond Storybook mm-hmm. scene, that a lot of people don't like them, which is really odd. I think they bring a humor to the story that's never really been there. They bring a certain love story that hasn't been there, where it's not really difficult. Really, it's just the surrounding of sisterhood. Right? You haven't seen that in anything else. So I think they brought something that Once Upon a Time didn't even think was... In the works to begin with, yeah. and then for it to for them to incorporate that story, I think they did really good. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping that they bring them back somehow, some kind
0: of cameo of some sort.
1: Hey, we're having our honeymoon here in the <laughs> story,
0: Lakeside Mansion, which is the Sorcerer's house <laughs> yeah. that we've never seen, but everybody's trying to find. Who's the author of the story book, story brooks, yeah. Story books yeah, Storybooks, um, yeah. And then the other happy thing is Hook finally gets his heart back.
1: Yeah, And Amazon the
0: one to shove it in there.
1: <laughs> yeah. Give, leave it up to her to waste no time. Like, no, I'm not going to do this softly. Just get it over with now.
0: I thought it was funny in the diner, too, when he was telling them about the portal, that he grabbed her hand really tight. Was, I thought, is that like a sign? Like, hey, something's not right with me, but... It could be. That was like yeah. him was, signaling. Right. I just saw that. I was like, That huh, was a good catch. They made I didn't a good point that. of that. Yeah. But he does get his heart back, so... That is, to me, the happy endings in this episode. So we can go on to the game changer.
1: Well, before that, oh, okay, <laughs> I okay. do want to mention another observation is uh, the color purple. Okay. Everybody had it on. Just about everybody had a touch mm-hmm. of purple on them. Regina, Rumple, uh, I think at one scene, um, Hen- Henry? Henry had it? Who was it? All I know is it kept... You know, popping out like a sore thumb. And purple, what it means is peace of mind, good judgment, people seeking spiritual fulfillment. It also symbolizes magic, mystery, and royalty. So ah. I think this pretty much, I think that again, 10 out of 10 because directors, producers, the writers, um, the person in, in charge of continuity did the good job of. Making sure that the color purple was in there, letting us know like this is the this is how they feel they want to seek that fulfillment of happiness of true care, true uh loyalty and royalty, and they want a nice balance of that the magic loyalty, royalty wow yeah there there's some you know there's some friction going on there, so again, that's just an observation that I made, and I was like that's that's genius,
0: I like that. Yeah, I did. I never connect that. I know you're really good about looking at the colors that people wear too. I ne- I didn't catch that at all. That's a good catch. Yeah, and it does go along with the whole storyline, the whole season, the whole episode.
1: Whenever there's a repetition, I start to pay attention. Like, yeah. oh, they said that more than twice. Oh, they're right. They're showing this more than twice. What is what's going on here? All right, let's move on to the game changer moment.
0: So I don't know about you, but my game changer moment was Belle grabbing that dagger, facing Rumple.
1: Sure is a game changer.
0: She saw him for who he was and drove him out of Storybrooke.
1: She switched up the whole plans. She did. It, we would have been seeing a whole different storyline if Belle hadn't have done
0: that move. Right. If if Rumple's plan had gone through, Hook would have been dead. Rumpel and Belle would have would have been gone out of storybrooke. <laughs> there's like there's a couple of things that could have changed, but
1: her doing that, I think I think the the story coming back obviously is what is Rumpel doing to get back. Yes. And he wants to get back cuz why? He wants to go back because he wants to get Belle, the, the lady who is not so much in love with him anymore. Yeah. So is he going to force her to love her again?
0: I don't, I think they're past that. I think it's more about getting that sorcerer's hat back so he can be out of control from that dagger. Hmm.
1: Cause that's what I was thinking. Why would you want to go back to a place where you were running away from to begin with? You got what you wanted cause you're now in New York and you're out in the real world the, but, the lady that you loved doesn't love you
0: anymore. But he doesn't have what he's, he, he wanted. He's not out of control from that dagger. He's still oh. under the control of that dagger. He doesn't all have all the power or magic. It looked like it was going into him. So here's I mean, the question to that then.
1: Can at any time, let's say Belle says, you know what? I let him off too easy. <laughs> let's just say this, right? Yeah, yeah. Let me summons him with the dagger. Can she do that? Summons him back into that world?
0: Oh, that's a good thought. I would think so because of the power of the dagger, but there's a spell about crossing the line. You can't come back. But if she summons him and he reappears, they're not going through the line. They're just coming, appearing right in front of you. So that's a good idea. That's a good thought. I just, I think, should
1: I dare say it? Say it. (laughs) So I saw the previews. And do you remember seeing Regina with the dagger? I did. What if she gets desperate? and says I need my other you know right-hand villain with me oh, let me summon's no let me summon the rumple stilskin
0: no way oh. no
1: there you go okay so there there is a question there for the next season or next half what is it 4b you guys call 4B, it 4b
0: season 4b <laughs> yeah
1: so what happens in 4b the other game changer for me is regina we thought she got what she wanted but now robin is not in the picture anymore What is going to happen to Regina now? What will Regina say? Well, there goes my hope because the man of my dreams is not here anymore. It's not a matter of me giving him up to the woman he loves and then being in the same town as I am. Now there is no Robin at all. Is she going to get bitter,
0: angry, kind of go into that wallowing? No way. No? I think she is still on a mission to find the author because that author could easily write her a happy ending where Robin is in the picture. So there's some slight hope. Yeah, And they're always talking about breaking that spell on on the border or the town line. And now that Emma has more power... That she's tapped into but doesn't know what the full potential is. I think that could unleash some things. And maybe her and Regina tag team for her happy ending. Which we see in the in the episode that she's all for it.
1: Yeah. The other game changer is the Queens of Darkness and I guess the King of <laughs> The King
0: and Queens of Darkness.
1: Yeah. Come together. Who knows what's going to happen.
0: Yeah. I can't wait for... Season 4B, I mean, this is going to be a long time. March 1st, I think, is when it's going to come back. Yeah,
1: March 1st, they said.
0: It's going to be a long time waiting. Yeah.
1: Now, before we wrap this up, we just have a quick little message for you.
0: Yes, we just wanted to say that we hope that you all have a happy holiday and a safe new year.
1: Yes, wherever you're at. I know not everybody um, celebrates the holidays and they can be in a different country. Just have a nice winter. Be safe, stay warm, drink a lot of hot tea. Uh, and if you're in those countries that are, it's like summertime, Australia. Oh, lucky you. Just enjoy the winter. And I we hope to catch everybody's ears in 4B. It's going to be quite some time. But hey, we do have Beyond Storybrook Facebook group available where it seems to be popping pretty. Uh, yeah. It's been lively. I haven't been in there because I've been caught up with a lot of other things. But hey, it's a break time. pretty much we'll be living in there
0: until before 4B starts. So until then, thank you for listening. See ya.